and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on this podcast, we like to share people's most magical moments. And since this was supposed to be marathon weekend at Walt Disney World for their Run Disney event, I thought it would be best to share a story from it. And today we have Kirsten on, and she's going to share her magical moments running the Walt Disney World races. And not only does she share her story, but she goes into great detail about the races and it'll definitely make you feel like you're there. And if you've never done one before, it'll definitely give you the confidence and drive to want to go do one because they are so wonderful. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And also, if you have a magical moment that you would like to submit to be read on the show, please go to just magic.com and click on the share your magic button and I can't wait to hear your most magical moments So today I have Kirsten with me. She is the owner of Crowned Athletics. She has run so many Disney runs. She is a Disney run expert and also my fitness fairy godmother because she makes <laughs> the best clothes for running and exercise. But here is Kirsten. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Yeah, this is exciting. Sharing your stories and experiences that not a lot of us get to do in the Disney community. I think I forget about that a lot. I take it for granted. <laughs> I think the Run Disney community is so big, but you got to think like not everybody likes to run or is Run Disney, which is so crazy, but like it's so fun. Yeah, running's intimidating <laughs> until you actually try Run Disney and you're like, oh wait, anyone can do this. Yeah, and it's so fun. And Kirsten got me into it. I was like, our first year of friendship, she was like, do a Run Disney race. And I'm like, no, nah, I'll just wear your clothes <laughs> and work out in them. Like, that's fine look at us a year later and I signed up for four one of them got canceled I've already done the run Disney princess weekend this past year before everything shut down thank god yeah that was a close call it was like three weeks before everything happened so I'm very thankful that I got to do that and experience it yeah it was so fun and you've done how many races you know people ask me this and I haven't actually counted um I have a wall of medals <laughs> it's a lot yes and I'm, it's probably over 20 or 30 at this point it's very inspiring let me tell you thank you <laughs> someone who's seen it in person I'm like I want all the medals and the run Disney medals are big and beautiful and amazing yeah besides just being running through Disney World I would say a lot of people do it for the medals they are big yes do you have a favorite medal I mean, new ones are always my favorites. I'm There's so many that are more nostalgic, like my first marathon mm -hmm. or my first Goofy. Honestly, the ones we just got for the virtual summer series I haven't got are really yet. good. I, I know. And you were surprised <laughs> of which ones you liked because at the point we only seen pictures of it. Typically, when you do the Run Disney races, it goes... You know, the 5K is a little bit smaller than the 10K medal, mm -hmm. which is a little bit smaller than the half and then the full. But these for virtual 5Ks, they are some of my biggest, heaviest, nicest looking medals. It's 
pretty cool. I and know. What a great deal. I saw you. I know, right? <laughs> like, you don't, you didn't even have to submit times for this one. I know. So <laughs> you, like, basically get medals for doing nothing if you wanted to do nothing. But yeah. you could run it if you wanted to. But, yep. but yeah, so we're going to ask Kirsten a couple of questions just to, like, get an idea of what kind of Disney fan she is and that sort of thing. They're just fun, silly questions. So right. we'll first start off with the one I ask everybody. But why do you like Disney? I grew up on the East Coast and my extended family lived in Florida, um, usually Miami, and then eventually they moved to Orlando. And so we always kind of stopped at Disney on the way to visit them. I mean, why not? (laughs) Yeah, when we would visit them probably once a year, my cousin-in-law, she worked for the Disney store, so she would get free Disney tickets and take me and... So I guess I just enjoyed doing that and all the Disney movies. And it kind of just feels like it was a part of my life since before I could remember. So yeah. why not love it? It's and you guys, how often would you guys go, do you think? Probably once a year. Oh, nice. Um, usually we'd have one park day. And then my grandparents, you know, being the frugal people that we are, uh, taught me the value of resort hopping. <laughs> yes. So one day would be just taking the monorail around, driving to Fort Wilderness, um, just seeing all the pretty resorts and that was honestly some of my more favorite times than the parks even because yeah. it's just so chill and fun and pretty and I normally don't ask this question but you're you're really knowledgeable in a lot of Disney resorts which one is your fa- absolute favorite <gasps> to stay at I'm very if passionate money wasn't a valley <laughs> money wasn't an issue what is your favorite resort Disney resort to stay at okay I guess I, I haven't stayed at the Grand Floridian <gasps> while it's beautiful but I still think even if I do ever stay there I'm very passionate about my love for the boardwalk <laughs> yes <laughs> um I love the vibe of it I mean being an east coaster I loved my mom's from New Jersey I love the Jersey Shore beaches and kind of that Cape Cod feel and Jelly Rolls um, is right there yeah I mean we, I was gonna get to that <laughs> <laughs> and I just it's such a beautiful area too that you can walk around and you have you know, four, five resorts there that you can enjoy. And Mm -hmm. um, the sunsets and the sunrises are so beautiful there. And a lot of the Run Disney races actually go through that area Mm -hmm. and you're kind of going through sunrise and it's so beautiful. And and then jelly rolls. Yeah. Yeah. The last two races Kirsten ran was the uh, Marathon Weekend 10K and then the Princess 10K. And I just always would just go to Boardwalk and wait for her right there. Yeah. It's such a great place to view the races too. And the marathon goes right by there, which is like your last two miles and... It's just, it's the best. And if you have a friend like Kirsten who's going to dress up in a crazy costume, you can see them across <laughs> the little boardwalk lake area and you can see them come in and get your cameras ready. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yep. You can see us from very far away. Very far away. It makes it great for people watching. But yeah. Okay. So back to the other questions. Out of all of the Disney park resorts around the world, which ones have you gone to? Um, I've only been domestic, so uh, Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort. So. And you were supposed to go to Paris. Yes, I was supposed to go to Paris for my first time in May. Um, I've never even been to Europe, so that was going to be exciting. Oh. And it was going to be like a 10-day long trip to Paris and Switzerland. Um, I didn't know you were going to Switzerland. And, That's yeah. cool. <laughs> the Paris part was for me, and then uh, Switzerland was for my fiancé. So we were going to split up our two I mean, you might as well when you're over there. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, And we were going to go for the inaugural princess race at Disneyland Paris. And I've never done an inaugural race. I don't think. Actually, 
I'll have to check. But uh, <laughs> that was going to be really cool, too. If you could live in any Disney ride, which ride would you live in? Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, for sure. interesting. And yes. why? I, I mean, this is also my favorite ride, uh, but it's totally my style. I love <laughs> 70s music. I mm-hmm. never get tired of it. So you'd have really great jams all the time. True. You could host really good parties there, too, True. with the jams. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a huge mansion, and there's, there would be so much to do. You wouldn't get tired of anything and you have a whole collection to tinker with i never thought of going to guardians but i love that now which land is your favorite so like fantasyland tomorrowland but this also includes main street usa critter country new orleans storybook circus since you've been to both we're talking disneyland or magic kingdom yes okay there's just so much to consider because you have to think about the food Mm -hmm. there too Mm -hmm. the rides the characters the music the overall vibe and decor I want to say Main Street USA because I love the vibe there and I love the Dapper Dance so they could entertain me all the time. Parade viewing there. Oh, yeah. But I like Adventureland for the food and I do love to eat. So that's Mm. really hard. Because really, I don't think I ever eat in on main street so i know there's like <laughs> carnation and plaza and that other one jolly Hol- i do like jolly holiday a lot okay i guess it, yeah jolly holiday if that counts yeah that counts in there so then i could get some good like grilled cheese sandwiches like, i was gonna say if you could only go to adventureland then you see no parades and no shows at least the other ones you get like a glimpse of it's true but then you get no crowds during the parade and show true so you know there's pros and cons <laughs> pros and cons all of it. i love it i, I love have a gray it. area what is a piece of Disney merchandise that you can't resist buying? I actually try to refrain from merch a lot and try not to be too much of a collector because I'm already a hoarder in my life. <laughs> um, but I do love fanny packs. And because fanny packs aren't so popular, when they do come out with one, I'm always very tempted by them because it's just a pretty special moment. They're mm-hmm. just so efficient. So. They are. She's the queen of fanny packs, let yes. me tell you. I think everyone needs to own fanny packs. She got me hooked on that too. She's very influential in my life, <laughs> if that's the right word for it. If you had to be roommates with a Disney villain, who would it be? Oh, Ursula. Wait. Shoot. I'm taking that back. Because you got to think. <laughs> now, Ursula is her favorite villain. Yes. Correct. Well, but you don't necessarily want to be roommates with Tied. Oh, I guess I didn't think about that. Roommates. Oh. Yeah. See, that changes the whole thing. Because mm. <laughs> then I was going to take it back and say Hades because he's funny, but he also doesn't seem like a very good roommate. Maybe like a, a sidekick so I could try oh, to like control them sidekick? so that they could do stuff for Oh, okay. Me. Like who? Well, I guess Pain and Panic seem pretty, you know, moldable. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think I could get them to do some chores. What? I think I could manipulate them into some stuff. That's perfect. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like you want to say your favorite villain, but it's like, wait, wait, wait. Right. Because I would want to say Maleficent, but like if I don't invite her to wherever I'm going, like, sorry yeah. for you. <laughs> get passive aggressive notes from Maleficent on yeah. your food. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine. Like, oh, I see that you went to Outback Steakhouse and had leftovers. You didn't invite me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I see that now. Okay. Play it out. No, that was a good one. <laughs> okay. So now we'll get into your story, and today you'll tell us a little bit about one of your Run Disney races, so I'll let you take it away. I mean, I've done a lot of them, and my favorite that I've ever done, and it's also my favorite race course, 
but is my first marathon. Kind of like I said earlier, running seems super intimidating. I did not grow up as a runner. I am not built to be a runner, which unfortunately has led me to some injuries now. But yeah. And you have a dancing background. You were on yeah. dance team? Yeah, I grew up dancing ever since I was little and then was in a dance company and then a dance team and then a dance company again in college. And so that was always my exercise of choice. Running was... I despised it. I mean, I <laughs> absolutely hated it. I would cry my eyes out during mm-hmm. PE when we had to run. Like the mile, like the <laughs> easiest thing. And now you do how much? I like, know, yeah. <laughs> how um, many miles? <laughs> and then dance team, they would require us to run a mile even <gasps> to just try out. You had to oh. run a mile under nine minutes to be allowed to try out. That's I can dance for hours, like <laughs> full out, like hardcore, but... Running a mile straight under nine minutes, and oh. I couldn't do that now. <gasps> oh, no. I mean, granted, I was younger, but that's pretty fast when you actually think about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I think I cried then, too. <laughs> the story involves a lot of and crying. I'm pretty sure my mom was there because, you know, I'm you try out the summer before your freshman year. And so yeah. I'm only, you know, just coming out of eighth grade. Like maybe early 14. Yeah. Like my mom, I think, was there because she had to drive me there. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure she convinced the coach to like, just please let her try out. Because I definitely didn't do it, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was way over I love it. nine minutes. But anyway, so that's my running background. So non-existent. (laughs) And a little more background, the reason I even got into Run Disney was because I moved out to California. I got my Disneyland annual pass and I was going and it was so cool. And how long ago was this? Oh gosh, uh, maybe six or seven years ago. Okay, so quite a while ago. Yeah. And I had heard about the Run Disney races and that you get to run backstage. And so basically all I wanted to do was go backstage and see everything back there. I mean, low-key, like, don't we all? Right. Yeah. So that was really the only reason ah! I signed up. And I didn't know that they sold out so fast that you had to, like, get on mm-hmm. and buy your registration. Like, like months in advance. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. It's to, like uh, nine months in advance. Yeah. And the only reason I know about the registrations is when Kirsten posted it on her story. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I better go get ready for that. Yeah. So I heard about it and I heard about this Tinkerbell one and it was coming up maybe in, like, six months. So mm-hmm. I had missed the registration. <gasps> so of course the 5k and the 10k were sold out, which are the easier ones. Right. And for those of you Where who don't would have started. Yeah. <laughs> that was my same problem too. But for those of you who don't know, a 5k is three miles, 3.1, 3.1. And then a 10k is 6.2, 6.2. Cause I didn't know that initial. So all that was available was the half marathon, which is 13.1 miles, which is a huge jump from starting from scratch and have six months to do it. Yeah. And I wasn't really working out as much as I do now at that time. And so I was feeling like, okay, well, I will sign up for this half marathon and it'll inspire me to get in shape. And I'm not really sure it did. I really didn't train as hard as I should have. I probably got to max like six miles and maybe only did that once. Oh my gosh. Um, Before that you had to go do 13. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It wasn't great. So, and I hadn't learned about the run-walk method yet either, Mm -hmm. which is the reason that pretty much anyone, I think, can do these races is where you do intervals. So from the very beginning, from the moment you cross the start line, you start your intervals and you figure them out for yourself. Mm But um, you'll do like 30 seconds run, 30 seconds walk, and you just keep doing that the whole way through. And it helps you because 
you use different muscles for your running versus your walking. And so it rests your running muscles when you're walking and then rests your walking muscles when you're running. And it keeps um, your endurance through the whole yeah, thing, which so I don't think is burn great. out, especially if you've never, you know, run distances like this before. Yeah. Where <laughs> I am like, I'm going to run so fast half mile. And I'm like, I'm done for the yeah. rest of the day. <laughs> it's really hard to do though, from the moment you start, um, cause you kind of want to just be like, Oh, well I'll run the first mile and then I'll start doing it. Mm-hmm. But you have to do it from the beginning for yeah. it to be effective. So I learned about that. And so fast forward, I finished my first half marathon and it was rough. Definitely for sure. <laughs> I had a friend who was in town. She actually traveled for them and was like, Oh my gosh, I'm here too. And we were going to try and meet up and go to the parks together. And I had to go home. I could barely walk. Yeah. After the race, <laughs> you could like just hobbling back. Was that the situation? Yeah. <laughs> um, and basically, I was hooked after that. And I it kept, only takes one, I swear. It really does. <laughs> yeah. And then I did a few months later another half marathon. <gasps> definitely started training more. Also got like actual running shoes. Yeah. Oh, I was running in my Nike Freeze <laughs> that were like from college. They are, were so old. Are those the ones with like no grip on the bottom and no yeah, traction? They're so flat. <gasps> oh. And they're advertised as running shoes. Um, somebody needs to sue Nike for that because <laughs> those are not running shoes. No. So I finally got some running shoes and really just started to embrace the whole long distance runner life even though again still don't view myself as one but but you um, definitely are for sure (laughs) definitely more than the average person just nice and slow slow and steady (laughs) wins the race I feel like it was the same situation with my first marathon that perhaps the half marathon was sold out or something and I found myself signed up for a full marathon I can't even remember oh crap let's do add 13 more miles I was used to the new I was used to the registration being like selling out right away Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how I got myself into that situation (laughs) but I did and that is definitely kind of how I said before that I pulled off a half marathon without really doing much training you can't do that with a marathon no yeah 26.2 is a little bit different just just a lot a bit different it's like you think like okay I've done the half I can just gradually go up it'll be not terrible to go up no that's just doubling what you just did yeah so you have to like completely change your mindset and all that like yeah so that I really had to commit to and that was kind of the first time that I really was like okay I can't I need to actually train for these things I need to take this (laughs) super seriously and so I even joined a run club for that one because I was just like I don't know what I'm doing and what happens in a run club for those of us who don't know it's usually just like a local group of runners they'll have kind of a coach mine was through a yoga studio that also had like a running branch a part of it so we would meet twice a week midweek we do like speed track workouts Mm -hmm. and then on Sundays we would do our long runs and the coach he basically would be on a bicycle and he had a big pack on the back of his bike with different um, power aids and waters and fuel and stuff and then he would bike between each of us because we're all different paces Mm -hmm. and kind of check in on all of us which is really cool I seen that when I was in college because obviously I had a cross-country team and I was like why is a coach on a bike like he's just cheating yeah (laughs) (laughs) so run Disney has 
four weekends currently at Walt Disney World. And the big one is Marathon Weekend. That's the only one that has a full marathon attached to it. Mm -hmm. And then if you do the 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon over the four-day period, it's called the Dopey Challenge. And so they have done that, and they do that every single time. And it's very inspiring. It's very (laughs) inspirational. And they get this big, like, they get all the medals. So one from each race plus the Dopey. So they get six medals because there's also the Goofy Challenge, which I've done, which is the half marathon and then the full marathon. Um, I should have just done the Dopey because at that point it's like – what's another nine miles I know like that's the easy part (laughs) just just another like that's just the cool down at this point (laughs) yeah so um so then if you do the dopey you get the four from each race plus the goofy metal plus the dopey metal so it's a lot of clanking you're walking around like a rapper (laughs) with all these metals around after uh, in the parks like hey break your neck (laughs) I know right so heavy (laughs) so cool but you you definitely are like the coolest kids Walking around the Disney parks with your dopey metal and it's like, oh, I just want to be like you. Yeah. So I just wanted to be like them. So I decided to do a marathon. And do you want to describe and tell us like on the actual race day and like the corrals and like everything that happens during the race? Because not a lot of people know how much fun a run Disney race is and why we get hooked. Right. So yeah, definitely. And even leading up to it. um, So I like to run in costume. Uh, I think that was besides going backstage, I think backstage got me to sign up for the race. Mm -hmm. And then what definitely got me hooked was dressing in costume I don't know how I learned about it but I found out that people did that for these races where you know people don't dress up in costume for their local beach 5k yeah maybe at Christmas or something like yeah or like a turkey trot or something but like but otherwise they don't Disney oh yeah so I my first race I dressed up um as Vidya because it was the Tinkerbell Mm -hmm. uh half marathon and And so from then let me tell you since this is a podcast Kirsten commits to these <laughs> costumes. If she's going to dress up as someone, it's not just going to be like, oh, just the same colors, whatever. She commits. Did you have wings for Vidya? I don't, I oh, don't know yeah. if I've seen a picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is amazing. And we'll probably get into more talking about her other costumes she's done in the past. But she commits to yeah, these costumes. Yeah, they've gone up in scale, I would say. <laughs> like <laughs> literally. Like physically, <laughs> literally have gone up in scale. Yeah. I will say, though, for my first marathon, I was like, okay, we got to make sure this is going to be feasible yeah. to run in. Because, you know, I can do a 10K in almost anything. Mm-hmm. But a marathon, you kind of need to have it a little more athletic. Sorry, video was for my first half. Half. Okay. Yeah. So that's 13.1 um, My first miles. marathon, I did the... Uh, so the cute thing with Run Disney, they have all the Fab Five dress up as like little track stars, kind of. Or little coaches. Little track suits. And little, they're so cute. Yeah, they're they're little sneakers. <laughs> they're really cute. So I wanted to be uh, Run Disney Mini. And she kind of looks like a little cheerleader with a little track jacket on. And she has a visor. Is it red, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's red, black, and white. Um, So I made a little... uh, First, I tried to, like, put it together with store-bought things. But it just... It wasn't right. So... (laughs) I made the whole thing out of athletic spandex fabric, so it Ooh. was super stretchy and lightweight and easy to wear. And 
Um, but look just like Minnie's. Yeah. And I, and I mean, she's already wearing athletic wear, so it's perfect because mm-hmm. you got to run with a visor because it's going to be sunny. And no so wrinkles. it was the <laughs> perfect outfit. My the biggest thing I was waiting for was um, those characters are always at the finish line, mm-hmm. but they trade out with the other of the Fab Five. So yeah. it might be like Mickey and Minnie and Goofy, and then they'll trade with like Daisy and Donald and Pluto or something. Yeah. And I was so lucky that at the finish line, Minnie was there oh. and we matched and she freaked out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I have this picture of her just like totally airborne because she was jumping up and down. She was oh. so excited. That and of course, I'm bawling my eyes out as I'm like about to finish. And yes. It was the coolest. Because it's very emotional crossing yeah. the finish line. Yeah. So I guess I, I jumped forward a bit, but... <laughs> Um, to cover my costume and that's always the fun part leading up to a race is like the month or two before you're you know sewing and putting together your costume Mm -hmm. and getting all excited while you're training and so we arrived for the race and I got there um if you're gonna do dopey you have to get there like on Wednesday and then you don't leave till Tuesday so it's a pretty long trip for Mm -hmm. marathon weekend if you're doing all the races and so I decided to just go early too and kind of acclimate before I was going to run my first big race and yeah um because it's really I don't know the nerves are really big for your first marathon more than I feel like it was for my first half because it's like a mental game too of like am I actually gonna do this am I able to do this am I gonna finish am I gonna hurt myself like there's a lot running through your mind yeah I had also come off of a foot injury and so I had gotten a foot injury maybe a month before the race which is really close (laughs) and very scary and I wasn't able to get in as many of my long runs that I had planned for and Um, we're going to emphasize the importance of shoes because isn't that why you hurt your yeah so I had been running on my good running shoes that I loved but then when I jumped to that marathon distance I thought okay I need to get more padded shoes everyone runs on more padded shoes Mm -hmm. so I did and then I went out for a long run and about 10 miles in my foot started hurting and so I really do think it was the shoes that did that and my feet just weren't accustomed to them Mm -hmm. and I need a little bit more support for the way my feet pronate and stuff like that and as soon as I went back to my other shoes it felt better but that injury definitely was still bothering me and yeah brace and stuff and so yeah I I was definitely more nervous about finishing because of that yeah it just adds more pressure onto the already pressures that you're gonna get for your first day doing it Yeah. yeah and then so we're there and we're gonna do the races and the weather was insane I mean, what? it's Florida. The weather's always unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I, f- I forget what the 5K and 10K were. I don't think it was that cold, actually. And this was in January oh, right. in Florida, Yeah, to keep those in mind. It was January and, 2017. And you're arriving at the races at what time in the morning? Oh, yes. Yeah. So you want to wake <laughs> up around like 2.30-ish because... Um, they want to get you through the parks and back out before the parks open. Roughly um, around like 8 a.m. or 9 right. a.m. So. so, yeah, they need to get you started early. A lot of people complain about it. I really like it because you get to start before the sun comes up and mm-hmm. it can get hot. Granted, this race I was freezing. But it's cold in the morning in January for a race and you're there at 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So, But what first happened The 5K and 10K went fine, I believe. And then the half marathon actually got canceled (gasps) because it was thundering and lightning. Oh, my God. 
gosh. Yeah. So we were sitting around all day the day before the half, like wondering when are they going to post about it? When are they going to make the call? What are they going to do? Are we going to get refunds or are you still going to get your medals? So your challenges. So your emotions are high because you're like, what's going to happen? And then I'm freaking out that are these storms going to continue and I'm not going to get to do my first marathon, (gasps) which is just really like all that training. Yeah. It's like a punch in the gut because it's like you worked so hard and then like it's very discouraging if it's like, yeah, nope, it's not happening anymore. It was terrifying. And I didn't want to go do like, I think the LA marathon was maybe a month after Mm -hmm. the Disney one. And I didn't really want to go do my first marathon as the LA marathon. Yeah. You want to do a Disney one. Yeah. And because I just know that, that running through Disney just carries me through better. Mm -hmm. I've done other races that weren't Disney and I hated them (laughs) because again, I'm not an actual runner who likes running. Yeah. (laughs) You're going for the experience. Yeah. So it was definitely really scary. So the, the half got canceled and a lot of people, it was really cool though. A lot of people kept running it. Another option was that you could change your half marathon to a marathon bib was kind of, I guess some people did it and they dropped out halfway. Oh, that Um, works. Yeah. (laughs) But then I guess you get the marathon medal, which is weird, but you didn't do, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. It was weird. Um, (laughs) Ways to get medals without doing it. I was (laughs) Virtual runs and then going. (laughs) I was nervous people were going to get injured by doing that. My friends went and ran their half marathon um, in the rain, like after all the storms had cleared. And Mm -hmm. of course they slept in. Yes. (laughs) Did not get up at two. Um, But they ran like around the resorts and through the parking lot. Oh, fun. A lot of people did it around the different lakes and people went out and cheered them on. And uh, so that was really cute. Like the community really came together for that one. Some people just didn't run it <laughs> yeah and rest it up for the marathon yeah. um if they were doing dopey or something mm-hmm. like that one of my other friends decided to do that and then she ended up boston qualifying at the holy uh, crap the marathon oh so i guess she needed that rest yeah. so your race day comes <laughs> yeah it's 2 a.m are they having it yes thank they God. had it good good <laughs> weather was crazy but there was was there any thunderstorms or? so there were no thunderstorms on the half marathon day the thunderstorms it was very muggy and rainy and humid it was oh. super gross weather okay. when everyone was doing their own half marathon but then we um you know we're all checking the weather religiously super scared that it's going to get canceled mm-hmm. we see that the temperature is going to drop to 20 degrees Oof. for the day of the marathon oh my gosh <laughs> so everyone rushes to disney springs it is a madhouse inside every single store that would sell athletic wear yeah <laughs> and there's like under armor there there's a yeah. couple of other athletic stores not, yeah, not we too went much to, we went to under armor i don't think we ended up buying anything um i've always heard to bring throwaway clothes so you go to the thrift store before your trip and you just buy some things that you can throw on and wear and then you just throw it away after like your first mile or two and then i also had just different layers so if it was going to be cold i had a long sleeve mm-hmm. if it was going to be hot i had a tank top version of my costume so i had all so you're of still looking cute even yeah. though the weather's changing drastically right but those still weren't made for 20 degrees yeah yeah <laughs> it's like you can only go so far <laughs> yep so i had my throwaway clothes and that was decent. I didn't have any gloves, though, and neither did my friends. So we all wore socks on our hands <laughs> that we were okay with throwing away. Like, not our nice running socks, but, like, an extra pair of socks. Mm-hmm. And then 
I think we cut the bottoms of our throwaway pants and wrapped them around our ears to make <laughs> earmuffs. Cute. <laughs> Just doing what we could. And then we wore trash bags um, mm-hmm. while we waited in the corral. Yes. But because a lot of people hadn't prepared for this, because the weather looked great, you know, the week before when mm-hmm. we're packing, yeah. um, everyone's buying the really nice clothes in Under Armour and everything at <gasps> Disney Springs. But then they're using those as their throwaway clothes. Oh. So there's a, there was some expensive, nice stuff on like, the ground. Like $70, $80 pants. And yeah. Oh. It's like if I didn't have to run 26 miles, I would swipe up some of this Just stuff. Good. It was good. You run across the finish line carrying a bunch <laughs> of Under Armour stuff like, hey, I won. <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny to see I actually did because I was running with my socks um on my hands I eventually saw a pair of white gloves on the ground and I just <gasps> swiped those up yeah and wore those for the rest of the race because they matched my outfit better too like, and oh. then I could use my hands there you go <laughs> <laughs> priorities priorities <laughs> yeah another thing the cold really put kind of a weird damper yeah and just not prepared for it i I live in southern california i was not oh gosh anything lower than 50 is like what yeah what is this (laughs) um and so you're running around the disney races you're trying to stay warm and for those you don't know there are disney characters along the route what characters did you see which ones did you actually stop and take a picture for did you do any of those a lot of people have different ways of doing the races i don't usually stop for characters Mm -hmm. um because usually they have a really long line yeah uh the good thing about the marathon though is i think people are less willing to stop maybe Um, yeah because they just want to get through the run and stuff like that right so usually the beginning characters people stop for usually they're a little bit more of the popular characters uh you get a lot more of the princesses in magic kingdom and that's the first park you go through so those usually have the longer lines um i usually i hit up the ones at the end so there's a couple on the way to Animal Kingdom, like Miko I have a picture with, and I think I have a picture with Aladdin who was in Epcot Ooh. the last like half mile, so no one was stopping for him. And I was like, hey, yeah. what's up? When on my princess run, we run through Epcot, and the very last half mile, you run past the Mexico Pavilion, and Jose from the Three Caballeros was on the outside, and I really wanted to stop and see him, but I'm like, it's a half mile. Like, I'm almost there. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jose. I'm not going to stop and see you, but I really wanted to. See, no, that's not my mentality. <laughs> like character yes especially if there's no line oh yeah for sure um what all of the parks did you run through like describe the route for us who don't know the route for the half or the full marathon so you get bust if you're staying on property or if you're driving you go to the epcot parking lot Mm -hmm. and that's where you start now they have changed the course a bit from when i was doing it Mm -hmm. um so now i believe so you start at the epcot parking lot i think now you run through epcot at the beginning for like a millisecond um just in the front also because epcot's going through a lot of construction it's harder for them to give you a lot of epcot time so i think they were just trying to like fit in a little bit more epcot Mm -hmm. but then you from there you take off and you have about four to five miles to get to magic kingdom Mm -hmm. and so you go through the the ticket center and then you kind of you run under all of the water bridges which is really fun because if you've never 
seen the water bridges you've only kind of gone over them by yeah. ferry or past uh, them in the monorail yeah you don't realize not paying that, attention yeah it's pretty funny to run under them because it's just it's a it's an overpass but the the overpass has water on top of it like what <laughs> the fun thing about the marathon is they usually keep up all the christmas decorations oh yeah until after that weekend mm-hmm. so the castle is still all lit up and then you get there and it's still dark and so you're running down and it's um, all lit up yeah oh. and because it's you know it's winter so the sun rises a lot later, later. and yeah. it's cold so it's all just as christmas yep yeah true 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 <laughs> So then I had run down Main Street before in other Run Disney races, but I think, I mean, well, pretty much every time I do, I cry. There's just something about like five miles is just the perfect amount where you're tired enough that like you're emotional and then your endorphins are like really yes. pumping at this point. Because if you were to just run through it, like at the very beginning, you might not be as emotional, but you're you just, don't feel like it's earned. Yeah. You're just tired enough that you... You turn, you round the corner, and then all of a sudden you see the castle, and it's lit up for Christmas, and it's just so beautiful, and everyone's cheering. And you're blubbering, crying as you're running. So many people are cheering, and you're just running towards the castle, and it's so beautiful. And Uh, you're just like, oh my god, I'm doing it. I can't believe it. That's amazing. And did you, um, once you hit the hub, the like loop in the middle, did you go right to Tomorrowland and then cut through? Yeah, the back it's the of- same course yeah. for as the one you did, which is okay. the Princess Half Marathon. So there's only three races that go through the castle. It's um, the Walt Disney World Half Marathon, the Walt Disney World Marathon, and then the Princess Half Marathon. The other ones kind of focus on other parks. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, so you round over to Tomorrowland and then you come to the back of the castle so that you can have pictures kind of running through it so Mm -hmm. that you're facing the camera and then the castle's behind you it's magical and you can stop and get a picture in front of the castle because there's like tons of photographers there and the line moves pretty quickly yeah which i was happy about yeah everyone's pretty efficient about it Mm -hmm. and that's definitely at least once in your life to get one of those pictures yes then you cut over to liberty square which is actually my favorite castle picture spot kind of to the side of the castle Mm -hmm. you go over that bridge in liberty square and then there's like a little walkway yeah there's a walkway there and there's like some dining tables Mm -hmm. they actually one time they had a photographer there not this race but another race that Mm -hmm. i did and no one saw him so there was no line (gasps) and he actually had me stand up on a stool so (gasps) i was like up higher above the railing and it was just the most epic picture oh i need to see that picture well it was so epic that it was on the run disney website (gasps) hair flip (laughs) yes okay well we definitely definitely need to see that i that is so cool yeah so that's um and again your costumes are always so great and you're dressed as mini thanks so yeah that's always my favorite spot so pro tip (laughs) always go there and a lot of people will stop there too so you can get people to take your picture from that angle as well um and then so you continue out and you go through Frontierland, and then you go over the train tracks and then back out and then you hit cone alley which is where you just have about six miles of cones oh yeah (laughs) well before so you're running through Frontierland. Mm -hmm. if this is the same as mine that i got to do for princess you run past Splash Mountain and then into backstage. Right, yeah. Did they have any parade floats out when you went? Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. always have a parade float. Because I think that's where, near where they keep them anyway. Yeah, so they're it's really all easy. right there, mm-hmm. which is so crazy. 
then and this is where I like to tell people if you're going to do a run Disney race and how do you deal with the long stretches of boringness because yeah. there are long stretches of boringness mm-hmm. um, is to really look at the course map and learn where those are and then really learn like how many miles they are so that you know because if you're just kind of waiting for it to end it feels like forever like when you're a kid and you're like mom are we there yet? yeah but if you know that okay this is going to be from mile six to eleven like you can just kind of put your head down this is what I trained yeah. for get in the zone yeah feel the music if you're listening to music or yeah. listening to the Disney music yeah because they do have DJs and stuff mm-hmm. they still do have stuff along this area and they'll have characters to stop for and things but it just doesn't have the same vibe as like when yeah. you're in the park yeah where you're like completely immersed so you're running through the long stretches and then which park do you go into next so you- next is Animal Kingdom ah! well first you have to run by the big sewer system Ooh. that they have oh and that smells terrible and they have all these stupid signs that are like trying to make you laugh at how bad it is but you're like really i hate you sign (laughs) (laughs) once that's over you get to animal kingdom and um usually they have this is where i saw miko and then they'll bring out animals like on the course so like a handler and then a a lion i'm just kidding no nothing like that (laughs) I think they're the and ones then they from, let them go, and then you have to run faster away from right. them. I'm just kidding. I think they're most of the goats and lambs from uh, oh. Rafiki's. Oh, Planet Watch. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. So they bring those out, and you can take pictures with them. <laughs> Do you um, run past the Tree of Life? Do you get to go backstage any in Animal Kingdom? Yes. So this is where it gets exciting. <gasps> Listen carefully. <laughs> um. So based on your timing and how fast you are and things of that sort. So then you run along that little curve there and you can see the tree of life and the sun is rising and it's beautiful. (laughs) And then you cross the half marathon mark. And then, depending again how fast you are, um, the parks are about opening, at least in my case it was. So you run right by Everest Uh and you get to ride Everest. In, in the, the middle, middle of your marathon. That is so <laughs> epic. Like, how often do you get to ride a freaking roller coaster in the middle of a marathon? I know. It's the coolest thing ever because it's it's the coolest marathon experience to ride a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It is also the coolest way to ride Everest because it's all runners. Yeah. So everyone, like I said about the endorphins, we are all hyped up Mm -hmm. and it's just a train. I mean, the whole line is full of runners. We're all talking to each other and everyone's just so happy and excited. Was it a long wait for it or? I think I got there maybe 15 minutes before the park opened. So I just had to wait that 15 minutes and then I was like the third train. Oh, cool. Um, Also, the bar opens because, you know, there's that bar (laughs) next to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's that bar next to Everest. And so I didn't do it. I kind of regret it. But if you're waiting long enough, they open that bar before the park (laughs) opens. So people were getting like a beer. I mean, it's carbs, you know. So people are getting a beer to wait. I love it. Oh my gosh. That is so epic. On the ride, we're just cheering and screaming our heads off Uh like the entire ride (gasps) and just clapping. And you don't ride Everest like that on a normal day. No, never. A little bit of cheering, but not like this. This was crazy. And we're all high-fiving at the end. (sighs) And then you have the picture on the ride in your race costume with your bib on. And then you're just like, yeah, this was great and you're all best friends and then you run off and 
You're into like, the sunset yeah. of Animal Kingdom <laughs> <laughs> to finish a race. Oh my gosh, yeah. that is so, so that's, fun. That's the coolest part for sure. I mean, the only reason I would do the marathon probably. It's just to ride Everest <laughs> just to ride with a bunch Everest. of runners in yeah. alcohol. I think the next time I did it, I got, uh, the next time I did the marathon, I got there a little bit later. Mm. Um, so I had to wait a little bit longer and there were some people who weren't runners in our train. It's pretty crazy. So um, that's the best part. And then, yeah. And then you just have your second half to go. So it's like a nice half marker for you. Yeah. Too. Celebration. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty quick through Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Then you go through Dino Land, and then you you basically leave. Then you have a ways, and then this is where it gets different on the course because when I did it, we went through the ESPN Wide World of Sports oh, area, okay. and they have a bunch of tracks there, like baseball field and like a track, and then soccer field, soccer fields, and yeah. Like and so you just kind of like run around them, oh, okay. and then they have the characters there in their little track suits <laughs> too, like different track suits. And a lot of people, this was always a controversial one. A lot of people didn't like that area because oh. I guess it's kind of boring to run around those yeah. tracks. I liked it because it's better than just highway. Yeah, and yeah. it was like two miles worth, and so. When you're getting towards the end and you're, like, counting every mile, like, yeah. it's so long, it kind of got a lot of miles out of the way pretty easily, yeah. so. And some with, like, a little bit of immersion, like, yeah, it's sports, but, like, it's better than highway. Yeah. I don't need more cones. <laughs> so, but now they go to Blizzard Beach. Ooh. This past year was the first year they did that. I oh. heard mixed reviews on that as well, because oh. I think it's pretty tight, so there's, oh. like, some coarse crowding through there, yeah. but some people really liked it, because it's different and not ESPN, so cool. I think it was under... Yeah, um, refurb and stuff. Like, yeah, so I think maybe it didn't look as nice as oh, usual, like, well, drained waters and stuff, so people were like, eh, could have done without it. So did you get to Hollywood? When did you get to Hollywood Studios? This is where my foot started hurting really bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Probably around... Because you don't get to Hollywood Studios until, like right at the end yeah um and so and there's like some overpasses in this area which isn't very fun when you're on mile 18 and the sun has really come up at this point mm-hmm. and so you're just you're again on the highway and this is definitely where it's not very fun at all yeah probably the hardest and even the highway was under construction when i had run it <laughs> so yeah but i did meet the cutest um the cutest older woman she had done probably like a hundred marathons or something and she was part of a pacing group because they have pacing groups if you mm-hmm. want to follow them she saw me because I was sitting on the ground taking off my foot brace because it had gotten too tight at this point and mm-hmm. this is mile like 20 maybe and she's like come on Minnie you can do it oh so cute and so then we walked together for a little while and she was just telling me all the stories about her marathons and how she just loves doing this. Let's get her on the podcast. (laughs) She was so cute. Yeah. And then she just kind of like pushed me on my way. She was like, go, go. Be free. (laughs) Oh, that is so cute. It was really cute. Yeah. Oh, and then there was this guy um, and I've seen him twice now on one of the overpasses. He has like those rolling sticks that you use to like massage out your muscles. Yes. And uh, for some reason, I had never had this in other races but like my hamstrings were getting really tight and like cramping up Mm -hmm. and so he was there with like three rolling sticks that he would just let people use and what an angel i know (laughs) 
<laughs> what a saint. If you want to help people, bring a rolling stick yes. to the end of a marathon yes. and they will love you. He was the best. Oh. I was so, and so I always tell people to like, look out for him. <laughs> in case he goes look out for here. the angel with the running sticks. <laughs> yeah. So that was great. Yeah. And then you get to Hollywood studios and we came in through right next to Tower of Terror. Ah. And I think they've changed it a little bit now too. Um, Cause when we went to watch it, it mm-hmm. was a little bit different, but mm-hmm. when I did it, it, I mean, it's still, it's a blip of Hollywood studios. You come in by yeah. Tower of Terror, you run down, um, is it Hollywood Boulevard? Sun, sun, sunset or Hollywood Boulevard? One of the boulevards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you run down that one, faces Tower of Terror. Yeah. So, so you run pa- down that one. And then we used to turn and go down the main one that you would enter through. Oh yeah. Um, but this past time you like cut off at one of those side streets. Yeah. And go backstage behind, like, the stores and stuff. So you didn't even get to run all the way down Sunset Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard, whichever one it is. And it was just, like, bloop. It was basically just running from Tower of Terror around um, Beauty and the Beast, and then you're done. Right. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it used to be longer. But I think maybe because of all the people coming in for Rise of Resistance and things of that Yeah, this past year. But your year, you got to go... All the way down and then through the main one. Yeah, and then That's you get cool. the good picture with um, the Chinese theater behind <sighs> you. And there's a lot of photo. There's a couple photographers along there, so mm-hmm. I was really just cheesing up for yeah. the. I'm just my eyes are always peeled for those green tents that the photographers sit in, <laughs> and, and I'm like pose. ready for them. For those of you who don't know, the citizens of Hollywood are comedic citizens of Hollywood. That I don't know. <laughs> there's a better way to describe them, but they're out there and they do little skits and they interact and they improv and they're so funny kirsten and i and our friend timmy also really loves watching them we were watching our friends and watching the marathoners this past year and they were commentating on all of the runners and it was so freaking it was so funny funny. do you remember any of the things that they said i just remember because we we went to watch like the first people come through which Mm -hmm. is so exciting the, and the runners the top runners of the runners the top, yeah the top ones so the men of this speed tend to not wear shirts mm-hmm. so <laughs> the women <laughs> of citizens of hollywood were loving that and they had some very fun commentary on the lovely physiques of these athletic men she goes it's a great day to be single ladies all these shirtless men running around it was so great it was great and then the fashionista of the group i think her name was flora fiera she was she said um oh i see them running down the runway like treating it as almost it's a fashion show but they're physically running down the street and she was like oh pink shorts to be in this season because a lot of the men calling out all the trends yeah wearing pink shorts and it was just so freaking funny yeah, I would it's, say that's the way to watch a marathon. Yeah, and then you can get early for a Rise of the Resistance. It was just a two for one, and then we went and go ride the ride and came back, and then we ran into uh, Kirsten's friends, and it was so great. It was a great day. That's was, was probably the best day ever. Yeah, if I can't run it, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that, and we'll watch and you listen to the commentary. But from there, this past year also, there was a heat warning, so I think a lot of people oh. got cut off at Hollywood Studios. Right, they did, yeah. As it gets um, later on in the day, the sun comes up yeah. and they could. not my not my case i was still wearing my gloves it was still like 25 still degrees freezing my butt off yep. <laughs> but from there you take the walking path from hollywood studios to epcot oh, okay um it's pretty it's very narrow so it's a very tight area there does it um, get bottlenecked any yeah mm-hmm. and if you're trying to i mean and, and this is like 
we're talking the last two miles maybe. And so you're getting a lot of walkers. And if you're trying to do your intervals and stuff, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. You can't really run around people, but people get kind of frustrated here. But um, it just, it is what it is. And it's really pretty though. I love that path so much because, again, we go by the boardwalk. The boardwalk, which is Kirsten's favorite, <laughs> if you've already forgotten. <laughs> and what's funny is my friends who were talking about, um, they had finished their marathon because, again, they're faster than me. <laughs> and they were on their bus back to the resort. And they actually saw me <gasps> running. They're like, and hey, like, there she is. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was cute. So then they texted me and they're like, we see you. You can do it. Keep going. You're <laughs> almost there. Because I run all these by myself, mm-hmm. so it was really nice to kind of have that encouragement, and and because they weren't going to be there at the finish line, because they need to go, you know, get yeah. the rest. So it was cool to feel like someone got to see me run. So then you go by the boardwalk, yeah, and you run on the boardwalk on that side, mm-hmm. not on the yacht club side. Gotcha. And then you go into Epcot through the International Gateway into World Showcase. And yes. Which way do you go? So the marathon. You go through the International Gateway and then you go straight to Paris. Oh, yeah, and so then you and that run, would be right. Yes, so then you run the from Paris around to Mexico and then through the front. Oh my gosh! That's Again, this is probably different though with all the construction mm-hmm. in Epcot right now. Um, I don't think you run through the front of Epcot anymore. Yeah, it changes and tweaks every year depending on like construction and yeah. what's going on and the race right. style and the length and distance and. Yeah. So this is where it gets really exciting. My first one, uh, my first marathon, they played like really intense music (laughs) in Epcot. (laughs) Now they play Disney music in Epcot, Uh which is fine. But the intense music was so fun because it's like (gasps) dun 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 dun. That would get me so hyped. So you'd feel like you're like in the end of a sports movie, about to like win the gold medal or yeah. And all the lanterns are still on, (gasps) even though it's like the sun's come up. I mean, they're just they're hyping you up. Like this is your last. Like you just passed the 25 mile marker. Like this is your last (laughs) mile. I think what was the song? Um, the one I saw you at the finish line this past year. I know you did a 10K, but I think it was Turn Down for What was playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I think for my princess one, it was um, Who Run the World? Oh, yeah, Girls. that was a good one. I was like, oh, yeah, getting into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they play some good, like, finish line music yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, that's more at the finish line, though. Yes, but, like, when but you're in Epcot, Epcot, I miss that crazy music. Oh. It was so good. And so, my fr- now, this is the other thing. So, there's two things in this marathon you must do you must ride Everest, and then you must get a drink. In Epcot before you finish. Before you finish? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Where do you get a drink at? Um, So anywhere. I mean, you know, you're Oh, in the all the countries showcase. are open at this point? Everything's open. <gasps> unless you're really fast, again. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking to you fast people. <laughs> you're drinking at 6 a.m., but you've already been up for like eight hours. Yeah, you, guys, you guys get the boring, uh, you guys get the boring uh, experience because everything's closed. For us slower runners. Yeah, for us six hour, five or six hours, everything's open. <laughs> Um, So my first year, my stomach wasn't doing so hot at this point, Mm -hmm. so I didn't get a drink. But my second time, I definitely did. I was like, I have to. You you learned from your first time. Yeah, so I got a glass of champagne in France (gasps) as soon as I got in there. Because you have to, like, figure out what your stomach wants at that moment. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe beer is a better better one. It's, like, all hoppy and Mm -hmm. carby. (laughs) 
So yeah, I got that. And then, and a bunch of people are doing it too. Yeah. So like you're cheering each Kirsten's not other. crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody does this. Yeah. Or people get nachos or like a big pretzel or I think something. I get like nachos with, or a pretzel with cheese. Yeah. That's, that's more up my alley, like yeah. them carbs. <laughs> and we're all cheersing each other while we're like walking with our drink. That's so in fun. In the race. And you got to finish it before you cross the finish line. Yeah, well, um, some people do, like, take theirs across the finish oh, okay. line. Personally, I didn't want that in my photo. My thoughts, exactly. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't I want did, I did hold on to my glass for one photo op, though, like, mm. in Epcot, and she got my picture with Cute. my glass. But when I say nachos, people are, like, crossing the finish line with their nachos. <laughs> I know. Teach your own. I want to see that picture, whoever yeah. has that. Yeah. So then you come, and then I think – they do it for a lot of races and I'm pretty sure they would have to do it for the marathon. But when you come backstage right before the finish line, Mm -hmm. so you like go through Epcot, you go by the ball, there's photo ops by the ball. And then you turn to the right and you leave to go back to basically where you started. Mm -hmm. Um, They have the finish line and the start line in the same spot. And there's this awesome choir of gospel singers. (gasps) And so we just had the pump up music in Epcot and now we have these gospel singers and they're just doing their gospel singing thing, ah. hand clapping and they're so into it and they're singing you on. And you're just like got a little more pep in your step when yeah. you hear them going. And yes. this is where, I mean, then you see like the 26 mile mark, like you literally just have 0.2 left. Yeah. Um, and then you see the finish line and then they have all the stands of people watching mm-hmm. and then they, you have like a little chip in your bib so they can track you. Um, and then they can also know who's coming up. So you run over this little thing so that then they can see names of people coming in. And oh, they'll, like, cool. read off your name. Like, here comes Kirsten. Here comes yeah. Morgan. And then the characters are there. And everyone's just cheering on. And then you see the finish line. It's just so beautiful. Were you blubbering? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Definitely. And you and you feel like you don't want to because you're just like, I should, like, why am I crying? I should just be, like, so happy and everything. You're just like, and you don't want your picture to be, like, yeah, exactly. like such the worst crying yeah. face. You're trying to smile, <laughs> but you're also crying so You're just like, hard. hold it together for one more second. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then it's also like, I am so tired. Yeah. And then they give you the medals. Yes. Yeah. And then you go through the whole like finish your line shoot. So then they have all the people handing out your medals and they don't do it anymore. And now I really don't know what they're going to do. I'm very passionate about this. I know what you're going to (laughs) say. I want you to put my medal over my head. And like (laughs) W with the medal. I want you to crown me with my medal. Knight me with my medal. (laughs) (laughs) So they did it back then. So that was great. So I have that. And because it was my first marathon, I got the race retreat package. So you like pay extra to be in a special tent Mm. and stuff. Um, So that was really nice because then I brought like a change of shoes and a change of clothes and you could pay for like a 10 minute massage. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I don't think they do that anymore. Um, And they had food and like private porta potties. Oh, good. Better. good 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 yes that sounds really nice yeah. yeah and then if you're there by yourself because the other girls already are finished yeah, and already, already chilling they're already napping at the hotel yep. room at this point yeah and and they have that as part of the package you get to be in there before the race starts too Ooh. so yeah and get to like stretch and stuff and they have characters in there if you want to wait in another line of course in another line would you recommend doing it again or just kind of like a one-time thing oh the race retreat mm-hmm. um i would say if it's your first full I think it's worth it if you have the money to do it. 
I do think if you're that nervous and and I was of course glad I had it when it was that cold. Yes. I do think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you need to do it for every race. I didn't do it the next time I did the marathon because mm-hmm. I knew what to expect. And yeah. 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 And so you did a lot of races and you worked your way up to Goofy and you love them. And now you started Crowned Athletic. Yeah. Kind of just came from my love of costuming and running and then wanting to carry that on through the rest of your life and yeah yeah feeling that same magic all the time any closing thoughts about run disney or what the feelings you get from it or why you love run disney there's just so much of the combination of endorphins and the disney magic combined is just like explosion of feelings and things like that as much as we all love disney and everything when you add that layer of doing something really amazing for yourself too Mm -hmm. it's just such an incredible feeling of feeling so proud of yourself because with uh, other sports and things you kind of have a team and and teams are great but this really is just you like you Mm -hmm. can't you can't cheat it you can't all you getting yourself across that finish line and you earned it yeah you accomplished it so there's no other feeling like that and feeling like so incredibly proud of yourself and i and run disney is pretty attainable for people the the timing limit is like a 16 minute mile which is really doable for most people mm-hmm. and if you kind of start training with the run walk method and you just keep up with your training really so many people can do it and accomplish it it's yeah. not what i always imagined a marathon to be it doesn't have to be that big it's a big deal but it doesn't have to be that big of a deal that you can't try and do it yourself exactly and the run disney are very i'd say approachable Mm -hmm. like it's daunting running that distance but doing it through disney is just like very welcoming and very accepting and encouraging it's yeah i would say that about the running community in general too there's not too much competition i have found that the running community and then especially the run disney community are just very open to hey we're all still running this same distance just because i ran it faster doesn't mean anything different or it's like i like your costume or i like Mm -hmm. your costume or like oh what are you gonna wear this year like oh which ones are you signing up for like that's what i catch myself doing like oh are you doing the challenge this year like oh i think i want to try that or getting advice from other runners and stuff like i've learned so much from you and then like meeting other people through the disney uh, run disney community it's just it's a good good little community yeah, definitely. So nice. Well, thank you, Kirsten, so much for being on my podcast yeah, and fun. sharing your awesome Run Disney experiences. Because I know a lot of you might have thought you wanted to do it or considered it, but are just too scared. So hopefully, like, you got a bunch of tips from this episode and hopefully encourages you to run Run Disney and also go check out Ground Athletic. Thanks for Thanks. being on, Kirsten. Yeah, <laughs> everyone do Run Disney. Everyone, we <laughs> want to see you on the course. Yes. And now time for some listener stories that you, the fan, sent in. If you would like to submit your story to be read on the Just Some Magic podcast, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the Share Your Magic tab. This story is sent in by Shelby R. I've never run anything more than a 5K before in my life. 
So when my friend asked if I would fly out to Disneyland to run a half marathon with her for her birthday in 2017, I laughed. She then told me it was a Disneyland Avengers half marathon, and my Marvel-obsessed brain said yes so fast. It was my first time seeing Disneyland, and and I'd be running my first half marathon, and I'd be running in an Avengers-themed race. It literally doesn't get more magical. Runners always talk about their how their first race was the most memorable, but this one was extra special. Not only did I sign up for the half, but I registered for the Infinity Gauntlet Challenge, which was the 10K on Saturday and the half marathon on Sunday. The energy was electric. A bunch of nerds running together in costume, I now found my people. I ran the 10K in She-Hulk inspired clothes, and my mom had made me a custom Captain Marvel running shirt for the half. This was a couple years before the movie came out, so I was shocked by how many people knew who I was simply by a fellow comic book fans. Despite starting a few corrals ahead of me, my friend ran into some hip injuries near mile 8. I caught up to her as we turned to run into the Angel Stadium. We kept each other entertained until we neared the finish line. We're crossing this together, I told her. I grabbed her hand and we made a mad dash towards the finish. I managed to high-five Spider-Man and as we crossed the finish line. Experiencing my first Disneyland course made me have an appreciation for how quaint and small and gorgeous it was. Cars Land at Sunrise was next level breathtaking and the pier before sunrise was truly magical. It was a whirlwind trip, but every year I have a teeny tiny hope that one day they'll bring back the Disneyland Run Disney events if only for the Avengers race. Now I run every Run Disney race weekend theme and I have so many stories. Holy cow. Susan K. First time I went to Disney, I was four years old. I have two clear memories from that trip. My dad riding a jet ski while forcing my sister and I to take naps in our grandpa's room and Pluto shining my grandpa's bald head at a character breakfast. We always dreamed of going back, but just never made it happen as a family. Fast forward to last year, I heard about Run Disney on Pinterest while in grad school and I first thought was I could do that. I'll take the opportunity now to tell you I've never classified myself as athletic. I did everything I could to get out of gym class in school, didn't play sports, and had never run for fun in my life. So at age 27, I bought my first pair of sneakers and started taking walks. I slowly progressed to jogging, then a run-walk method. I had plans to sign up and attend the event with a friend, but life happens and it could have been another two years before I take the leap into signing for the 2016 Princess Half Marathon with my sister. Mind you, neither of us had really ran a real race at this point, but this was going to be our first one. My sister Vicky and I had only run two 5K events and two 10K events as practice and time placement in the fall of 2015 before heading to Orlando from Kansas. And you all know, by run, we know I mean mostly walk. We had no clue what to expect. In fact, we were quite overwhelmed with the whole experience. We knew one thing about this half marathon. It was going to be a one-and-done situation, or so we thought. We were able to pick up our packets from ESPN, even meet Jeff Galloway, and spend time at the parks where I instantly became a kid again when I hugged Belle and Epcot, and even see our family who hadn't been back in years. Then came race day. Our nerves were on high alert, and I'm not sure if we actually slept. Magically, at some ungodly hour, we were excitedly bouncing around our room at All Star Music, getting ready for our first half marathon event. 
Not sure how much I actually remember about the race itself, but the most magical memory I have is running into Magic Kingdom, coming around Main Street, seeing all the cast members cheering for us, and then seeing Cinderella's castle just after sunrise in all of her glory. I'll admit, I cried. I may have also been shaking my sister's arm in excitement. This was years of childhood dreams coming back to Disney becoming real, doing something I never imagined I was capable of doing. After the castle, we did a lot of walking, but both of us finished the Princess Half Marathon. We both got emotional as we received our medals from the volunteers and got calls from our parents who had been tracking us back home in Kansas. After we ate breakfast, showered, took naps, my sister and I both agreed we wanted to come back for another event. Maybe not every year, but we'll be back. We were hooked. The second time we attempted Princess Weekend, we upped our game to the fairy tale challenge. We even surprised our parents with a family trip to Disney for the event so they could cheer us on in person. Our love of Disney has been instilled in us by our mother, who had visited Disney World when it first opened and had been a longtime fan. To have them both at the finish line when we ran at Disney, cheering us on and experiencing the magic again as a family was a true blessing. Our dad talks about how his daughters were the only chipmunks who crossed the finish line. We were Chippendale for the 10K. It's a true testament to the magic of Disney and that there is something for everyone, for all the kids and the kids at heart. hope you enjoyed this episode of just some magic and if you have a story you would like to share please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button we want to thank kirsten for coming on and talking to us about her run disney races experiences and also make us feel like we were right back there in the race with her Hopefully you guys are inspired to sign up for the next one and also be sure to check out Crowned Athletics. That's Kirsten's company where she has amazing princess inspired tops and athletic wear and other accessories. So be sure to go check that out at crownedathletics.com. Get excited for this next episode because I bring my best friend Sarah back on to do another Sarah and Morgan episode, but this time we're not doing Disney. We're going to Universal, so stay tuned for that. If you loved the very first episode that Sarah and I did together, you'll definitely love this one. Thank you again for listening to this episode, and if you have a minute, if you could go to Apple Podcasts and submit a review, it truly helps this podcast grow and have other people discover us. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I can't wait for y'all to hear the very next episode. 